Hi everyone, this is IR Deji. I'm a photographer, also known as 98 Lens, and I'm here with the Bottom Line Podcast. Let's get it started. All right, welcome to episode 92 of the Bottom Line Podcast. We have a very special guest on the pod, but before I get to that, I'm, I'm your host Kyle, alongside of me is my co-host Steve, and my other co-host Pat Knight. Make sure you go, go subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, by searching Always Up to Something. And you can also watch the full version of each podcast on our YouTube page. Next, give our sponsor Always Up to Something a follow on Instagram at underscore always up to under, always up to something underscore. And you can use promo code TBLPOD for 10% off any purchase. Once again, that's TBLPOD for 10% off any purchase. Finally, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at bottomline underscore pod. And without further ado, we welcome on Io to the podcast. And I'll send, I'll send it over to you, Steve. Yeah, man. Um, this is cool. Uh, we had uh, – this is another kind of Wolfpack fam guy here. Um, we've we've, we've uh, had a few the last couple episodes. Um, but before we get into all that um, – first off what for you is like um the the first time that you really started like picking up a camera and like getting into all that like when what was like the first time that you could think all the way back to doing that oh that was about about a year ago i was on so december 2018 that christmas time to new year's eve 2019 i went to nigeria on a trip with my family and then during that trip is kind of when I fell in love with photography and capturing that moment and capturing like time with family that I haven't seen, say, about 10 years or so. And then so that type of moment, that type of kind of scene where you get together, not every so often because they live across the world and it's expensive to get there. Right. It's a long trip in general. So those moments that you can capture and kind of capture with a camera, I started with my phone is where I really started falling in love with them and kind of creating a narrative within that. So that's where I started. And then that was January. I started the page a couple of days after I got back and then started shooting on my phone. And that's really how the whole creative journey kind of started from there. So, like, it sounds like that's cool because it sounds like for you, like, you started off with this as, uh, as um, you kind of fell in love with like photography as like an art form and like a action kind of before you fell in love with like necessarily the mechanics of getting a camera and all that stuff you you were like more into capturing the moments type of thing than anything else yeah for sure definitely because i've always been like interested in some of marketing marketing major but i'm interested in like advertising kind of creating stories i've just always been interested in creative things but i never really found the avenue to kind of get my creativity out. So when I found love with photography in January, it happened at the same as that time. A bud of mine who started his own phone kids company called High Life Tech hit me up and asked me to be like just on board, just help him out. I started as a brand ambassador. Then I kind of shifted my role into the marketing and graphic design and the content creation. So at the same time, I'm falling in love with photography. I'm getting introduced to Photoshop, Illustrator, and all the Adobe suites. So it kind of like they played off each other as in I'm using my photography for the marketing side, but I'm also creating the cases and designs for 
clothing companies from across the world. So all that kind of came together at the same time, which kind of sped the creative process that I now have today. That's, that's crazy. Um, that's so cool. What, uh, what's your background a little bit? Where are you from? And, uh, and kind of like up until like January when you started, um, when you started getting into the photography, what's your background a little bit? Cool. So I'm originally from home, a small town called Hopewell Junction. It's in Dutchess County, New York. Um, well, it's in between Albany and New York City. Currently, I'm a senior at University of Buffalo and a business administration and marketing major. So I've always been into like marketing and kind of fashion, that kind of sense of what I do. I'm super outdoors. I love being outdoors. Any chance I can get, traveling is another one of my favorite things to do. It's a way to get out your comfort zone, learn a bit about the culture that you're in, and also more about yourself and how you kind of fit in different cultures and interact with different people. Um, music has always been a big thing for me, a big thing. I love music. Music is almost is on all the time, no matter what I'm doing. I'm usually have music on, especially during photo shoots. It makes them a lot easier at times. And then I'm just a family, a family guy, you know. I can chill with my family. I love going out with the fam, just chilling. And then we're friends. I'm very, I'm very easygoing, easygoing person. I can say. So, so you brought up before uh, a trip to Nigeria. What was like the highlight of that trip while you were there? The the highlight was definitely spending Christmas with my family because my family is Nigerian, and right. both my parents are from Nigeria. I was born in Long Island and then moved to Hobo Junction. But seeing the family and spending Christmas, yes, I was. I lived in Long Island for like a couple months when I was That's first born. Yeah. But um, seeing the family and spending Christmas in Nigeria is definitely it was different. Um, because there is not as commercialized as it is in the United States. It's not all about like the big presents and going out last minute. Like it wasn't. There wasn't a Christmas tree. But it was just we went to church that day with the family on Christmas Day. So it was just it just felt different, you know, not going long gone outside and seeing being cold and seeing snow on the ground and having a Christmas tree full of presents, but at the same time it's still like it's still about family, it's still about going to church, it's still about spending time with the ones you love and then also giving your I think we did the gifts before we all came, but also just spending time with the ones you love and spending time with the people you don't see that often. And getting that true connection, which I feel like is the true reason behind one of the reasons behind Christmas and the whole point is like to the family together, be with the people. So that was definitely the best part. Another part is just seeing how it is as an adult and actually like starting to appreciate and realize the similarities between Nigeria and the United States in and of itself. And yes, it's like not not all Africa is developed like the United States, but there are parts and pockets in Nigeria, especially in Lagos in the city it was very like eye-opening to me that I'm like there's more to life outside the United States but also other countries are just as good or even better in terms of their living and their society and just how they function in the United States so that was also very interesting to see that's cool yeah because um I guess to wrap up your trip there what do you think like the biggest similarity to there in America is and what do you think the biggest difference is uh, I think the biggest similarity to me I found was just the economic classes. I think the way it's just divided is it's similar, 
it's more I think there's more of a severity in Nigeria than it is in the United States, but that was very similar in seeing the same big businesses that you see in New York City or anywhere in the United States. Also seeing them down in Nigeria was pretty interesting to see. And for me, it was like it was like surprising. I was like, oh, Deloitte is in Nigeria. I think that's what one of them was. But um, Citibank also in Nigeria. All of these big companies are in Nigeria, and oil is a lot. Oil was a big thing in Nigeria, and like Nigeria used to be this big superpower. Like the Nigerian dollar used to be more worth more than the U.S. dollar back back in the day. But like those are the kind of things that like you don't when you're a kid when I went I was like I was about 12 maybe 10 12 I didn't really understand that but going back at age 20 you start you start realizing that how those things just kind of make sense and that was kind of the biggest thing is like the social economic division between the higher and lower class is very similar but the biggest difference I would say it's just um, the culture. Yeah. The culture, the family culture, the family culture, the family is very different. Um, there's a lot more respect for your parents and your elders. It's a very patriot- patriarchal society. It's right. a lot of what the father says, father, whatever father says kind of goes. So that was the biggest difference. And that definitely was the biggest difference. And it definitely showed a lot during my trip there compared even though my parents are Nigerian it's not like it's not like they've come to America they kind of you can say been Americanized but compare that to like my cousin's parents it's very like you start to see the differences in how the people are raised when they're stuck when they stay in with Nigerian parents and Nigerian parents are very um accustomed to the culture it's very different than when you come to American-born Nigerians. You see the difference between Nigerian-born um, people and American-born Nigerians a lot. Yeah, that's that's so interesting. I um, I'm happy that you kind of got into that a little bit because it always makes me wonder whenever I hear someone even like visits on vacation um, for something not like Christmas or just casually. I'm always curious to see like what their biggest takeaway is from the two different cultures and and everything because uh, I might I might never be able to go there but at least i can try to learn a little bit about their culture um so for, so you said from there on you kind of like fell in love with photography and taking pictures and capturing uh the things around you what uh, i talk about this every time we have a new guest on but like when was like the turning point for you where like that passion kind of changed from like oh i'm just like passionate about this and and i love do i love to make sure that i capture my life moments when did that switch from that to like okay i'm gonna take this way more seriously that probably happened about let's say it's kind of there's two there's two kinds two parts about it the one part was when i was first able to get my hands on like an actual camera and one of my friends had a nikon i think it was a 3300 it was a nikon i forgot what it was but she allowed me to use it. And when I got my hands on the astro camera and started seeing like how it actually worked, the mechanics inside of it, that, that was 
to me, just really eye-opening and interesting. I was like, this is a very powerful tool. tool. Plus, with the editing tools that we have available, it was like the, end, the possibilities are endless. But when I started taking, like, my kind of graphic and creative design really seriously was when I started consulting for a company called Tresca Design. I was marketing consulting for them. And I started realizing, realizing that, like, my creativity and my my thoughts and my brain power could be actually used to create another stream of revenue that I enjoy, which is partially telling people's stories, building people up, building other people's brands, kind of showing people a version of themselves they may not always see or recognize. That's kind of when I was like, okay, let me start doing it more, going into it, looking into it, seeing how I could do it, seeing how I can market myself, seeing how I can make a difference or make myself stand out as a photographer. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's like what's key is because like right now following your passion and, and trying to make a living out of it is like very popular. And, and a lot of people are trying to do it and especially in photography field. So, um, focusing like, like on what makes you different from everyone else. And sometimes, that's just like highlighting yourself because like sometimes people have unique thoughts or whatever and they feel like they're the the uniqueness but if not then you got to figure out how you're going to separate yourself out of a large group of people you know like i have my clothing brand and i think 24 7 about how i'm gonna be different than the next guy you know or how i'm gonna take a step forward and try to be better than the next guy you know so it's it's so crucial to always be thinking about how you can either make yourself better or um how you're going to separate yourself from the pack what um what for you is like the the like highlight project that you've worked on like the best top of the top either the best or like your favorite either one or both if it's different but like what what's like the best project that you've worked on you think that's definitely, oh no, the best project I ever did today, and I'm going to do it yearly, um, is the photos of the year that I did. So basically, what I started, it was like towards the end of December, I was looking for ways to start diversify my content and make it more like unique and original. And then what I did was I picked 20 of my favorite photos that I took throughout the year and i put them into like magazine covers and i was just put them all in magazine covers and i posted them in two separate two days back to back the top 10 first 10 to first 20 and that project as like as simple as it was was also in a sense like it's a very good project i mean like for me it was just like oh i think it's cool i'm gonna put make it look like a magazine people loved it People were like, this is this is honestly some of the best work you've done. This is really cool. The people who I took the photos with like months before remembered it. It was like, this is great. And then a lot of the pictures, like people don't know, a lot of pictures have like meanings behind. A lot of the shoots have meanings in the photo that is not and all remembered. The photos, so those photos are also on the website, which is 98lens.com. Um, so the photos are supercharged, but if you don't know the story behind the image, you won't you won't really get the picture, which is why captions I think are so important nowadays. Because like a picture doesn't really 
a pitcher can only tell you so much without the context behind the pitcher, if you get what I'm saying. You know, like, yeah. a pitcher only says so much. So a series of images really is what where you start to really start, start storytelling, and that's what I'm starting to do. My most recent project I worked on, I was just working on trying to get, it's called complex photography. It's more about not people, but it's kind of about the picture within the picture, shapes within the picture, or kind of like, what's really what are you looking at and then how can I dissect the sub fragments and sub frames and one of my favorite pictures of that is of downtown Buffalo I don't know the building of it but in the building the way I took the picture there's a shadow that makes it look like there's a face a shadow of a face like on the building and that I think is super interesting it's like weird because like you look at it and like it's just a building you walk you probably I probably pass the building every day when I work downtown but for this project, I was like, let me actually stop and be kind of intentional with the way that I'm using the camera, intentional with the way I'm lining up the angles, intentional with the ways I'm obstructing your view or making your view, drawing you in or drawing you out. So that type of photography and that type of skill is where my projects are heading in the future. But the magazine project is definitely my favorite project to date. That's so cool. I'll have to, I haven't seen that. I'll have to go and check it out myself. Um... You said that's on your website? Yeah, also on the, um, my Instagram. I can send that to you, though. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. so, it, so how much for you, just to, like, piggyback on what you were saying, how much for you when you're actually doing it, right? Say you have a photo shoot or working on a project where you need to create content. How much are you thinking, like, contextually of, like, and I know it's probably a mixture of both, but, like, I guess which mm-hmm. one? a bit more focused on like contextually what is this going to mean versus the actual content that you create i think um for photo shoots is more of the content i create um definitely more of the content and then after the content is made i can then kind of weave a story right content for projects like the Complex, um, complex photos or another project they were seeing and seeing where I went somewhere and then took a pitch, took pictures and then went back a different day, a different time, took the pictures, but I, I was focusing on the difference in light and difference in shadows and temperature. So that, in that aspect, depends on if it's a project, then it's more of a contextual aspect, like what am I shooting? What's, what, what are you going to get out of this? So I put them side by side or I put them in another way. What are you going to see versus a photo shoot, which is more content based let's get the best picture possible and then on my end i'm gonna put my own story on it and then the person could use it for their own story as well yeah no that's so cool so uh so i know that a a big friend of the show and big fans is the wolf pack guys and they like to listen to a lot of our episodes so i'm sure if they heard that you're going to be on they're going to be dying to hear when their name popped up so what? Uh, so when did your path cross with those guys, and what have you done with them? That started with um, a friend of mine named Maddie Norton. She had a couple of smaller clothing and different different companies. She kind of started. She now is in National Women's Hockey League on the Buffalo Buttes. I think that's how you pronounce it. But now she plays hockey for them. So, but that's how I got introduced to them, and then. Most of them at the same similar time, and then with the pod, and that's how I got on the pod, and then I was one of the ones that were more active on the pod, 
and kind of like I was seeing what would happen, see what would happen with the policy, what happened with also Instagram algorithm because I'm into all Instagram analytics and kind of want to go on social media marketing. But I was like, I was like, okay, I'm a creator, I can create, and might as well get help get my name out, get the comments up. So that's how I got introduced to the pack, and then I kind of just stayed with it, and I've been there. I'm in the pod now. You're in the pod now. So the pod is how I would kind of stay stay afloat and see what's going on between the world and different people. And then you start seeing that other people in the Buffalo area start follow also follow them and kind of like the enter the web of creatives in Buffalo and just in general, the web of creatives. Like once you get into the creative space, you kind of start realizing that all the other creative, all the other people around you are like creatives and you start realizing that they know the same person. And then, oh, we also know the same photographer. We go to class with the same. You start realizing how tight-knit the community is. So that's kind of how I felt with the pod and how that pod is. I grew in the pod and also outside the pod as well. Yeah, they're, they're great guys. And um, and I love uh, everything they got going on. So whenever we get to talk to a friend of theirs, we always like to bring them up and, and see where you guys met. Um, Kyle, you want to break down some music with them? It sounds like... Uh, it sounds like he's got a nice taste for music as well. Yeah, I want to I want to get into that, but I also have a question for that. Um, I, I like to ask every guest we have on here um, this question, but where do you, I guess, where do you draw your inspiration from? Is it from you know, other famous photographers? Is it from like, you know, artists, you know, musicians, photographers, or is it is something just a hobby that you, you kind of picked up on your own and kind of just went with? Um... It kind of picked up on my own when I went yeah. when I went with it, and then as I started going more into the photography, because before then I didn't really like. It's not like I didn't care, but I didn't know much about photography or photographers. I just like I was like, oh, this is a dope picture. But now, like now that I'm actually behind the camera and learned how to use the camera, following other photographers and seeing the work is definitely inspiring in a sense because you see what they do well and what you like about it, and you kind of take little pieces of their work. And you put it into your own. So it's just very interesting to see how different photographers kind of piggyback off each other. And at the same time, you're going to get inspired by them, but not to the point where you're copying from them. So that's kind of the balance you have to play. But art, or any art in general, is that be inspired, don't blatantly steal from the person who inspired you, for sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So I, I know you mentioned a little bit about your, your musical interest and we like to talk a lot about um, specifically like rap and hip hop on here. But is what's your favorite type of genre? And, and I guess who are some some artists that you you enjoy listening to right now? The favorite genre. I don't think I even have a favorite genre right now. I think I'm genreless right now. But it used to be heavy, heavy hip hop, heavy rap. And then I kind of moved into the R&B alternative um jazz there's christian music in there just sometimes folk like i'm really open to a lot of different things mm-hmm. um artists that i like right now innocent packs a big one i'm always a chance fan lil wayne's one of my favorite ever mm-hmm. um the weekend just dropped an album i like that i'm a weekend as well so i'm kind of like in the mix of i listen to mainstream here and now but I would say it's more like not rap, but more mellow R and B, pop kind of chill, yeah. more underground artist type of vibe. 
No. I like that a lot. Yeah, what do you what, uh, what are your thoughts of uh, Ty Dallas on? He's probably one of my favorite RB guys of all time. Ty? Yeah. Ty? All right. I mean, I'm not I'm not a huge Ty fan. I don't like him. I don't dislike him. There's some songs that I think are really good. There's none that really like stick out to me right now. But he's mm-hmm. I think he's he's a very good future artist too. I think he's a good future artist, which sure. is a lot. Like I think people like um two changes also. A great he's a great artist but he's also a great feature artist i feel like sometimes his features are better than like his actual songs and similar chance rappers hit or miss too with his features but i think his features recently have been stronger than his actual content so but for yeah. Tom i do i wouldn't say i like him i like him he's not i'm not a huge fan i'm not a follower but i do like his music real. cool cool yeah but i'll send it back to you or pat do you got something for him no, that sounds like a pretty solid music choice. Anderson Pack's pretty, pretty mm-hmm. fucking talented. <laughs> Pat's a, a rapper in his own right, so I'm sure right. he, I'm sure he respects. Uh, yeah, great, great music taste. Yeah, I, I appreciate the palette. <laughs> yeah, um, but how much uh, does music kind of play a role, it, like bleed into other things, really? Or is it just for you, you kind of use it as entertainment and you said you have it on all the time, but how much do you think it bleeds into like your attitude towards things in everyday life? Um, I think it plays a little bit, it plays a little role in that. It's more of a just like an enjoyment aspect of it. But at the same time, music does help in me in my creative process in terms of, especially when it gets to editing, you usually like to put like a mellow R&B Beyond something that's like mellow sad boy hours, you can call it sad boy music. It's just that I can like kind of helps me tap into my creative self and just kind of like zone out. Now I like I like having noise in the background as well, so I usually use music as like a background noise. But I usually like to zone out, and that's how kind of music plays a role in just my creative process in general. It's just it's something that instead of having some people put TV on when they're working, some people will go to the library with listen to people walking by i listen to music and that's usually where i rack up a ton of hours and i was working on my spotify i was up or is like i think my most ever was like fifty-five thousand hours in a year and i have friends who have like twenty thousand thirty thousand like i'm way above it i'm always on top of like new new music friday is one of my favorite playlists on spotify now Oh, so I'm just awesome. sitting there listening to people who I have no idea who they are. They just drop the song and I like it. And then I was like, oh, let me make let me make a new playlist for like just chill vibes, a playlist for working out pregame, um, a playlist for when I'm down, a playlist for when I'm happy. Like I have so many different playlists in my in my Spotify. It's just like there's music for every occasion, I feel like. There's no there's no occasion that music can't put into properly. Yeah, sure. Um what um what do you think, like, if I went to your phone, what's, like, the most recent things you listen to? Like, last three things or five things? What do you think? Who, who are they? So you got The weekend, Right. For sure. Um, I have a Christian Christian worship playlist. That was one of them. It's the second. The last one, probably, oh, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins was in recently. Mm. what um so where where do you want to take your photography career going forward like what's 
what are some of the benchmark goals that you have, things that you want to achieve, or even as you as an individual, what what are you looking to, I guess, knock off your list in 2020 and pass that? Um, another one is get get more followers. Just not for a sole fact of the follower count, but kind of like the impact that photography brings to people. I feel like that. I feel like my page is just a positive page for positivity and like kind of like an uplifting page. So I, at, least, at least I try to do that. So I try to put that through. So that's one thing. Um, getting the name out, which is ha- happening a lot now, is starting to gain traction with the virus now. It may slow it down a bit, but it's still starting to gain traction and getting shoots more regularly and just more consistent want from my work so it's not it's more of like people coming to me rather than I'm gonna go out and do a project but I mean at the same time like regardless I'm because I love photography I'm still gonna go out and shoot whether you want me to like whether someone books a shoot or not I'm still gonna go out and try to make art and try to make a project and see what I can do but for me I love photography but I'm at the point right now where like I, I feel like and I know right now it's not going to support me full time like it's not going to it's not going to be it can't be my only source of income at this moment. will in the future very possible very possible we can get to that point but right now it's like it's a side income but also at the same time it's a passion I'm going to keep on building and building as much as I can at the same point getting my degree graduating building other skills that kind of coincide and I can bounce off and play off each other yeah because it sounds like you're not naive to yourself or what you bring to the table. So I think for me, that's like, as soon as I see that in an individual, whether it's a stranger or a friend, I, I have like way more confidence in them going forward. Because if you're able to be like 100% through and through with what you want and what you can bring to the table and what you need to learn to get there, like that's the biggest thing. If you're walking around life saying, oh, I'm accomplishing all these goals but you really aren't trying to do it and you really don't know how to do it either, then it's completely different than someone saying, I'm going to go accomplish this. And they're in a situation where they're confident in what they're doing and they know how to get there. And it sounds like you're that type of person where you got a great head on your shoulders and a lot of great goals ahead of you that you want to start to um, just like grow, like you said, your branding in general and just – I guess the last question I have for you is like, where'd the where'd the ninety eight lens come from? Okay, that that I like that story. That came when my when I first started the page. It was like it was called IO and the camera, and then that was when I first started. But then when I realized I wanted to start it to kind of, I'm gonna backtrack here with the name, but it start ninety eight lens kind of started as a marketing, a creative agency, in a sense. So I was going to do photography and then consulting in one business. Now I, I moved solely only to photography. But at the time, I knew Iron and Camera wasn't like a business name. It wasn't easy to spell. It was it was long. It, like it was, You can remember it, but it wasn't like 98 Lens. So where the 98 came from was 1998 when I was born. So 98 had to be in there. And then I was thinking of something that was short and sweet and kind of like had some sort of creative background to it. So one of them, the, the, one, the first one I really wanted to do was 98 Studios. But then when I tapped into Google, that's a studio in Georgia. 
So I was like, okay, I can't use that. And then I was like, what's something that kind of helps you see? Because I was like, a camera is like, you see through a lens, you see through a filter. It kind of like your perspective is different depending on the lens you put on it. So at the time I was like, I can help. One of the things I kept saying is I can help you see yourself in many different ways and different lenses and different aspects that you didn't see before. So that's where the lens came from. So at first it was 98 lenses and now I just cut it to 98 lens and then it was catchy. I hit people up, I texted people. They were like, I really like the name. It's simple, it's nice, it's professional and sleek. And then at the same point, the 98 lens, you kind of instantly think like, you instantly think photography or a camera, you think something creative in that sort of sense. So then I stuck with it, and then it's been my name ever since. Well, you picked a good one, man, and you back it even better. Um, anything else for him, guys? That's all I got. Yeah, Not man. really. Thanks you for coming like on. A, yes, thanks for coming on. Pleasure thanks talking to you. Seem like talented dude with his head on his shoulders. I can't can't wait to see what you do, what what you accomplish. Really appreciate that, guys. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's been a pleasure. I'm happy that uh, you took some time and were able to get you on here. And um, definitely one of the best, well-spoken guests we've ever had. It sounds like you're super confident in what you're doing and 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 where you're headed. And and that's that's contagious. You know, I could I could get the energy from you, and I could feel that um, that you got what uh, you got a good idea of what you want to do. Um, but thanks for coming on. This is where we give the floor to you. You could kind of, um, plug your stuff. Tell us where you could find us, your Instagram, your social media Mm -hmm. website, and then any message that you want to get out to our following or your following or the potential people listening. The floor is yours, my friend. Perfect. Thank you. Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me. Enjoy this conversation, this kind of podcast. Love you guys are doing um you can find me on instagram at 98 underscore lens 98 underscore l-e-n-s and you can find me on my website 98lens.com as well and as a parting message i would say just keep creating especially right now in this quarantine or self-imposed quarantine like this is really the time that we as creatives can really just really push content because we a lot of us, like me, I'm a student. I have other than school, I have nothing else to do. So I'm home. So I'm going to be creating content. I'm going to be editing. I'm going to be trying new things. So this is the time that you really can try new things. If you like, this time you should start something new or try to learn new skill or start that thing you've been saying you want to start for the past couple months. Now you have time because everyone's stuck at home. So it's, there's no time then now really to start something new when you have this prolonged, however long this goes, but you're home. So might as well start something new. Thank you, man. Love it. Love it. Great close off. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, another great episode, fellas. Um, thank you, thank you, and I will talk to you guys next time. And whenever you want to come back on and talk, I am sure we'll be inviting you on again. But if there's anything that pops up for you that you want to come on here and talk about, shoot us a DM, shoot me a DM, and uh, you got friends here, bro. Thanks a lot. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Real talk. Be safe, bro. Look, I was so unsure when I started this, ayy Everybody look like I departed this, ayy Bought a couple beats, yeah, I carted this I'm the gladiator, now I feel like Spartacus, ayy I was so unsure when I started this, ayy Everybody look like I departed this, ayy Bought a couple beats, yeah, I carted this I'm the gladiator
Get out my zone, get out my place. I'm on the throne. I've been a king. When I'm not home, give me the ring, give me the ring. Hit my celly if you got a business proposition. Hit my DMs if you wanna compliment the vision. Trying on some new things, let me get the fitting. 30 foot vertical while everybody's sipping. I'm like, hey, how do you do? Then she respond, I'm getting through. I'm gonna do, you wanna do. I'm about to get it, I came with a crew. Seem like everybody's stressing about something these days. Girl, I need directions to test me the new ways. I'm testing a new phase. This debater running so fast on my peers yelling, wait up. I'm like Big Sean when I say it, I look straight up. You've been using drugs while I'm teaching people state up. Let's get it. Hey, I was so unsure when I started this day. Everybody look like I departed this day. Bought a couple beats, yeah, I carted this. I'm the gladiator, now I feel like Spartacus. I was so unsure when I started this day. Everybody look like I departed this day. Bought a couple beats, yeah, I carted this. I'm the gladiator, now I feel like I'm going. Now I feel like Spartacus. Now I feel like started shit. Push the button, started shit. Yeah. Now I'm doing coolest shit. Now I ain't really doing shit unless the crew is with me. I don't. Now I feel like ludicrous. Get the fuck up on my way. Move the shit, you stupid bitch. You bitch. Now I keep them undercover. Nowadays I never cuff them. I can never love them. I can't sweat them either. I'm drunk of margaritas. I got my fucking feet up. I'm talking private beaches. I'm talking island beaches. I'm talking you can't find me beaches. Don't you try to reach me. I'm gone. Hey, I was so unsure when I started this. Hey, everybody look like I departed this. Hey, bought a couple beats. Yeah, I carted this. I'm the gladiator now. I feel like Spartacus. Ay. I was so unsure when I started this. Ay. Everybody look like I departed this. Ay. Bought a couple beats. Yeah, I carted this. I'm the gladiator now. I feel like Spartacus. I'm about to get it. I'm running for now. Back when they want to talk about the brows. Back when I said that I'm back from the dead. Funny because I was never really dead. It's in my head, but I've been a lot. The beat up and fed. Homie is hot. I've been out running to get to the top. Like I've been cooking. I get it on chop. I'm about my morals if you do not understand. I think the way I came up makes me like the freaking man. Drop the swear word, something that you can Seem to find a way to do so, get out of the bed But I'm like, ooh, off the top I don't drink off the rocks If there's something I'ma knock, then it's probably your socks off I'm a killer and I do not mean it like it's 187 If you drop a beat, then I'll send you to opposite heaven Every single snare in the universe I'm dead in Just imagine that and I'm not talking John Lennon, Hey, I was so unsure when I started this, Hey, Everybody look like I departed this, Hey, Bought a couple beats, yeah, I carted this 